0: Hello and welcome to the Unstoppable Joy Podcast, your roadmap to a joy filled life. I'm your host, Catherine McAdam. I'm a nurse practitioner, single mom, worship leader, and a Christian minister who has also experienced the heartache of a marriage to a drug addict, divorce, and homelessness. Most of all, I'm an overcomer who can completely understand what you're going through and speak life into your situation. It is my desire to bring hope and encouragement that you too can live a life of unstoppable joy no matter what life hands you. I'm not here to give you pet answers and cliche scripture verses. I'm here to honestly share with you the mindset hurdles and the spiritual and emotional barriers I had to overcome on my journey to becoming a comeback queen. I believe as I share my story and those of my guests, you too will be able to find your unstoppable joy. So... Pull up a chair, grab your favorite beverage, and let's get started. Hello, lovely souls. I have a question for you today. <laughs> have you ever been frustrated? I mean, just incredibly frustrated. Frustrated with where you are in your life? Maybe frustrated with thinking that you heard something from God or that you were directed in one area and things don't seem to work out. Well, we're going to talk about frustration today. (laughs) We're going to talk about what happens when things don't work out and how do you deal with that? Our example today is Moses. And (laughs) this guy, he had a pretty frustrating time doing what God had asked him to do. Things just didn't come easy, and he had to deal with some people that were pretty difficult to deal with. So, pull up a chair, grab your favorite beverage, and let's get started. I don't know if you know the story of Moses. Um, Maybe you um, have heard some about him. But this is a man who was really instrumental in... uh, changing the course of history for the the Jewish nation. He um, was an Israelite by birth, and he was actually adopted into the family of the Pharaoh. At the time, he became Pharaoh's daughter's son. It's a really interesting story. Moses is actually the name that his um, Egyptian mother gave him, and it means drawn from the water, Uh, Because that's what happened. So during the the time, the Israelites were living in Egypt. Uh, They had gotten there because of Joseph. There was a famine. We had talked about him before on the the podcast where um, God had sent him before. And um, even though Joseph faced many difficulties, he ended up being in position to be a savior, basically, for the known world. Um, as they had faced uh, severe famine in most of the world. And so uh, Joseph, God had given him wisdom to store up the grain during the the years of fat, the years of of plenty. And um, then he was given the task of handing it out, the seven years of famine, so that people wouldn't starve. And so what happened is um, Joseph's family um, came from where they had been residing, which uh, was away from Egypt, and um, Joseph orchestrated that they would have a place to live, and um, they brought their families and their herds, and so they basically kind of just changed where they were living, the whole um, the whole society of them. And after a while, Joseph died, and there was a new pharaoh that didn't know the story of Joseph and didn't know how he had impacted the the land of Egypt and, um, had basically brought a lot of wealth to Egypt because they were the ones that had all the, the food. Um, and so people were basically becoming enslaved to them because they didn't have anything to pay for the food that they were asking for. So they be- basically pay- became enslaved to Egypt. Um, so long story short, uh, the new Pharaoh, didn't like the fact that the Israelites were so numerous. And so he ordered, first of all, he ordered the midwives to kill all the male-born babies, and they wouldn't do it. And so then he orders all male children born to the Israelites that were under two years of age were to be thrown into the Nile. I can't even imagine... Those times, and how awful that would have been. I can't imagine giving up my my little ones um, thinking back on, on them as, as little I, uh, that would have been awful. And so um, Moses's mother is pretty shrewd. She um, obeys the law, but she um, puts Moses in a reed basket and floats him down the Nile. So this is where um, Pharaoh's daughter comes in. She was out, I guess, bathing or something with her maidservants, and she uh, saw the baby and took pity on him and, and said she was going to take him up as her own, but she needed somebody to nurse him until he was old enough. And so um, just so happened that Moses' oldest sister, uh, Miriam, Was following along, watching to see what happened with him. And um, the Pharaoh's daughter called Miriam over and said, Go find me a Hebrew woman to come and and nurse the child. And so, of course, she goes and gets her mom. And so then Moses actually gets to be loved on and nurtured and um, taught um, up until I think he was about three when he went to live in the palace and be the son of Pharaoh's daughter. So that's how he ended up (laughs) being called Moses and being away from the Israelite community. So as Moses was a young man, he was walking out one day and saw an Egyptian beating one of the Israelites and he killed the Egyptian and buried him in the sand, it says. And I just want to stop here because here's Moses and he's trying to save the Israelites and he's going about it his own way. Um, And I wonder, you know, if God had already put it in his heart to help the Israelites become free from the Egyptians. But... God had other plans. And so it's found out that um, Moses killed this person and um, he is afraid that he is going to face trial for this. And so he runs away. He runs away to the wilderness and becomes a sheep herder. And while he's there, he becomes married to Zipporah and he has kids and then God reveals himself to Moses in a burning bush. And at this point, um, it's been a number of years. I think it's been at least, I want to say 40 years, because I think Moses is actually 80 at this time, or nearly 80 years old. And God reveals himself to Moses in a burning bush and says, go and ask Pharaoh to uh, let the Israelites go and worship me in the desert. Well, Moses is very reluctant to go back to Egypt. Um, I'm guessing he has probably had some concerns. He doesn't say this to God, but I'm guessing he had some concerns about if I go back to Egypt, then I could still face trial for killing this person. Um, but the Bible says that the people that were there at the time when Moses had killed that person or the people that were trying to, to get back at Moses were gone by then. But again, here's Moses. He's a murderer, and God is going to use him. So God asks Moses to go, and Moses is reluctant. And finally, God says, okay, you can go with Aaron, your brother. And so Moses goes, and he asks Pharaoh to... um let the people go and of course Pharaoh says no and then Pharaoh makes things worse for the Israelites and then the Israelites come back to Moses and they're like you're making things worse just, just stop it already and so here's Moses he goes to God and he says why are you allowing this Exodus five twenty two and 23 says, Then Moses turned again to the Lord and said, O Lord, why have you dealt evil to this people? Why did you ever send me? For I came to Pharaoh to speak in your name. He has done evil to this people. Neither have you delivered your people at all. So Moses here is frustrated. He's frustrated that God had sent him and then doesn't back him up it 's pretty crazy to think about this, but I would be frustrated too. This is not the last time that that Moses is frustrated. There is plague after plague after plague that that occurs as Moses goes back to Pharaoh and Pharaoh says he 's going to let him go and then he says no and then there's you know the plague of um I think the first one was gnats and frogs and flies and Darkness, and there's like 10 different ones. And finally, finally, um, they let them go. Even after Pharaoh lets them go, he sends his chariots after them to chase them down. The whole story is just mind blowing. But time after time, Moses is enraged at these people that he's leading out of Egypt and trying to get them to the promised land. Um, it says in Numbers 20 uh, verses 7 through 12, it talks about how the people were like mum grumbling and complaining and saying, why has God brought us out here in the wilderness just to cause us to die of thirst? And so we are like hungry and we're going to die of starvation. We should have just stayed in Egypt and they're Moaning and complaining and, um, and it says that Moses got ticked off um, God had instructed Moses to speak to the rock To bring forth water But instead, um, Moses strikes the rock twice in frustration I can only imagine uh, Trying to lead these people that are grumbling And, and just so unhappy and then um, it says in Exodus thirty-two nineteen through 20, Moses had gone up on Mount Sinai to get the um, tablets to meet with God. So God was writing the, the Ten Commandments for him. And he had them on tablets, and he's coming down the mountain. And he, he looks down, and he sees that, um, that they are bowing down to a golden calf. So he wasn't gone, I guess, well, he was gone about 40 days on the mountain. And then as he's coming down, here he is. And they have, in that amount of time, have decided that they are going to create this calf out of all the gold um, earrings and the gold that they brought with them. And they're bowing down to it. And so it says that he became furious and he shattered the tablets. I'm going to read it to you because it's it's, it's kind of funny, but, it, you know, I'm sure I can only imagine how frustrating this was. In um, Exodus 20, 32, 19 through 20, it says that, um, And as soon as he came near to the camp and saw the calf and the dancing, And Moses' anger blazed hot, and he cast the tablets out of his hands and broke them at the foot of the mountain. And he took the calf that they made and burned it in the fire and ground it to the powder and scattered it on the water and made the Israelites drink it. That, to me, is just kind of funny that he did that to them. Um, It's just so crazy. Anyway... And the Aaron says, let not the anger of my Lord blaze hot. You know the people and that they are set on evil. So Aaron is his brother and he's telling him to like coolish, don't be so angry. But um, Moses is, is pretty hot here. Um, and then time and time again, he's dealing, dealing with these, um, these people in the wilderness and how stiff-necked it says they are but time but every time it seems that Moses gets irritated and frustrated with these people he always goes back to God and is seeking God for wisdom and there's even times when God gets fed up with these people and it wasn't Moses getting angry it was actually it was God that was just kind of fed up with them and Moses pours out passionate pleas and, and negotiations with God to spare the people I can't even fathom what that would be like. Moses, Because this is his life's work, <laughs> trying to get these people to the promised land. And they are taking a trip, which should be taken 11 days. They took 40 years. 40 years. I can't imagine wandering around with a bunch of grumpy people for 40 years <laughs> in the wilderness. But it probably wasn't very much fun. So... I say all this to say that we're human and sometimes we get frustrated. Sometimes we get angry. Um, But the Bible says that we're not supposed to sin in our anger. So what do you do when you're frustrated and angry? Um, I know from my personal life that I need to take some time. I need to take some time before the Lord and bring him my frustrations and talk it out, sometimes yell it out to him. Um, God is big and he can take it. He is able to handle our emotions. He gave us emotions. And sometimes we need to just, you know, cry it out, yell it out, whatever we need to do before the Lord, um, before we can finally be at peace and and just realize that god's got this um the bible says that he frustrates the plans of the wicked but gives grace to the humble and a lot of times being humble is being honest with god about how you're feeling taking things to him and and saying lord i just don't believe this is fair um i don't understand your ways just voicing that to him being honest with him and then allowing him into your heart and let him show you and let him comfort you and just help you to to know that he's there he doesn't promise that life's going to be easy he doesn't promise that things are going to be a cakewalk it certainly wasn't a cakewalk for Moses man it was rough and God had called him to do this Um, probably called him way back when he was drawn up out of the water by Pharaoh's daughter. He had a destiny. He had a calling on his life, and it wasn't easy, but he had to walk through things, and he had to put up with a lot of junk. He had to put up with a lot of uh, shenanigans by these people that he was trying to help. Um, And as a result of their rebellious ways and the way that they mumbled and grumbled, it says— that God did not allow them to enter into the promised land. So what can we learn from this? What can we take away from this? One is that God is able to handle our emotions, our frustrations, our anger, and we need to just take it to him. Hiding it, trying to bury it, trying to pretend that everything's fine. Everybody knows when there's something not right. Um we can try to bury it we can try to hide it we can try to like pretend that it's not there but when you're upset when you're angry it it ends up coming out in some way and so being able to take that to the lord and and walk through it with him trying to get to the root of what you're actually angry about this would happen with me and my sisters i remember when we were younger my sister amy i remember her getting mad at me for something and And then not saying anything about it. And like later on, I'd be like, Amy, what is wrong? And she's like, I don't know. And it would take us a little bit to figure out like what it was that she was ticked off at me for. And um, once we talked it out, we were good. But she would try to not say anything. And then it would just end up coming out one way or another. She would be short with me or... um, you know, say say things or you know, do things, and anyway, so so definitely have to get these things out, because, like I said, it's no joke. nobody, we are really bad at hiding our anger. a lot of people are they They think they do, but it comes out. And then the other thing is that, just like the Israelites, man, we need to watch our words and what we say. And, um, instead of mumbling and complaining about our situation, if we would just take our concerns to the Lord and start thanking him and, you know, confess to him that you don't understand. I, I, I've said this to the Lord this week, Lord, I don't understand where you're taking me. I don't understand, um, what path you have me on, but I'm going to praise you. I'm going to worship you. And I had a purpose in my heart to spend some time actually praising the Lord and actually um, remembering the things that He's done for me and remembering the things that He's gotten me through and um, remembering His promises to never leave me or forsake me, that He has a good plan for me, a plan to prosper me and not to harm me, to give me a hope and a future. We are going to face trials in this life. We are going to have hardships and we are going to have times of frustration and And not understanding uh, God's ways, but he is good. And we need to not shrink back from entering into a relationship with him. Um, Even if we are frustrated with him, even if we're angry with him, we need to go to him with that. So I hope you found this uh, instructional. I hope you found this encouraging and you learn something and you grow spiritually. And I hope you have a great rest of your week. Be blessed. Hey, before you go, make sure you click and subscribe to the podcast so you'll never miss an episode. Also, make sure you go over to our Facebook group, Unstoppable Joy, your roadmap to a joy-filled life where you can find other like-minded individuals who are also on their journey to finding a life of unstoppable joy. Click the link below or in the show notes. Hope to see you there. Be blessed.